Hello everyone, Belonging Songs will return next week with a brand new episode featuring an all new song, but in the meantime... another episode i forgot about that last part it's been a while since i actually listened to our theme song let's talk about that theme song because i wrote it do you like it not really oh never mind then let's move on no i like it makes sense i wouldn't have approved it wouldn't i cannot let subpar stuff get through this podcast couple of drinks in all of us let's go it's gonna be great yeah i've had coffee hey i'm here with wade dana and brad mauer welcome back guys hey i'm wade dana here's brad mauer hey hey we are back with the last episode of what we're listening to for a while. How's that make you guys feel inside? I'm ready. Yeah, yeah I, think, <laughs> I think that's what the audience is thinking, too. <laughs> I am also ready and prepared. Last, what we're listening to of season two, I would like to address that fact, because what we're listening to will not be coming back to the Belonging Songs feed next season. We have been canceled. We've not been canceled. But if we're going to continue to do it, it's either going to go back to Patreon or it's going to be its own podcast feed. And that's really up to whether or not these guys want to keep we'll, doing we'll it. We'll bury this where it will never be found, like the the lost ark. I would Let, like I would like to hear from the people. <laughs> how about this? If we get one email say from either, the BS way that says keep doing it, yeah. we'll keep doing or it, or stop doing it. Yeah. Either <laughs> way. It. We Either could try way. a new host. Anything. I'm looking at you, Brad. <laughs> I'll host. Welcome you want to host this one? No. I like doing it, and I will continue to do it. Wade's going to host. A want. I'll, I'll do it. If you guys want me to host. I'll classic host. Wade. All right, let's just That's air all me. our it's dirty the laundry. Here. It's the listeners. It's the listeners. That <laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, we should probably talk about what this is, what we're doing here. Boom. Uh, if this is your first time listening to what we're listening to, we bring you an album. We talk about. The artist, we talk about the tracks, what our impressions are. Most importantly, we talk about hot dogs Mm -hmm. and maybe a snippet or two of local trivial knowledge. And pizza. And pizza. But wait till the end before we have a slice of the Give me a sneak peek. What city are we dogging in? We are dogging in Los Angeles, California. Hold on. Let me put the pizza in right now. Patrick's ready when we get ready. Sneak. We just set the oven to sneak uh, 425. <clears throat> ah, it's 425 directly on the rack. Sneak okay. preview part two. Sneak um, preview. Have you been to this hot dog place? I have not. I had never heard Later. of this. Really? Hot dog. Okay. okay. So, whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're yeah, jumping yeah. right I know. I just, I just, No, I just, I didn't, I don't want to talk about it. I just want a sneak preview I, to I, know if he's been there or not. I will say this about the hot dogs before we get there. LA is famous for. Pink's hot dogs. Mm, yeah, we're not talking about Pink's. Right. Pink low hanging, hanging. Fruit. Kill that. Also famous for the bacon wrapped hot dog, and the place I'm talking about does not do a bacon wrapped hot. Dog. All right, two dead dogs right two there. Two dead dogs right. knocked off right there. But we'll get there eventually. What artist are we talking? We about? are talking about Billie Eilish. Mm. Mm, heard of her? Heard of her? Uh, apparently, a few <laughs> other people have. Apparently, everyone. Has. Nice guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good dude. <laughs> Billy Joe Eilish. <laughs> right on. His buddy Mike Dirt, <laughs> right? I I don't have anything. Billy Eilish say. from Green Day, yeah, right? Yeah, from Green Day. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
<laughs> this is going well. Well, I took it off We've, the rails. What banquet beer are we on? <laughs> All of the what we're listening to's go well. Yeah. yeah. That's the other theme of the show. We are never organized. Mm-mm. We never have our shit together, but goddamn it, we have fun. No. Oh. Uh, excuse me. Brad has a notebook today. What? If listeners remember our last episode. And I have one set of headphones on, which is Are really those notes on the album up. we're listening to, though? Yeah. I, I guess we'll find that out, mm-hmm. won't we? Her latest album was from 2018, yeah. right? So let, let me uh, say this. We're listening to Billie Eilish. Brad, let me put you on the spot. What album are we listening Happier to? Happier Than Ever. Oh, good job. A <laughs> 2021 you. release uh, from Dark Room, Interscope. This is her second studio album. Yeah. Wade. You have Wade a- has his hand raised. Have either of you listened to her first album in its entire I have. Absolutely. Yeah. I have. Okay. I have not. I had not before listening to this, because oh, I actually wanted to go back and see if this was any different. More on that later. Cool. Mm-hmm. Here's what I will say about Billie Eilish before we even get started. It's rare, maybe it's not as rare now, but that you get this artist that, with their first album, Out of the Gates, explodes. Mm-hmm. And she definitely did that. She won, what, like seven Grammy Awards for her first album. Yeah, um, she went full Adele. Yeah, became a household name. Mm-hmm. And she was, if I'm not mistaken, like a SoundCloud artist, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, that's how or, she or what's blew the, up. Is it yeah. SoundCloud? Yep. Or what's the other one? Yeah. Bandcamp? It was SoundCloud. Yeah. SoundCloud. yeah. Thank you, Brad. So. <laughs> Technical guru. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> uh, it's just interesting to me to follow an artist that has this phenomenon of an album and then see what they follow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I first heard of Billie Eilish. When I heard an interview with Dave Back Grohl. Back when I was grown up. When, no, when, I, <laughs> when I first heard of Bill Eilish, I was, uh, it was an interview with Dave Grohl. And he was he had heard of her through his daughter. He was right. like 13 or 14 or something. He's, he, and he was like, one of the most original artists out there right now is Billie Eilish. Right? And mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, Dave Grohl's saying that. I wonder what it's all about. And that's when I listened to the first album. Yeah. So it's funny that you say that because I really do equate her with Nirvana as being these incredibly enormous phenoms for their generations. Right. Yeah. Right. I feel like That's in 10 really... years, we're going to look back and she's going to have the influence that Nirvana had as far as just being this iconic moment. Yeah. This moment in like, time, huge thing that well, just came out of nowhere. And took there's so the many, it was Nirvana for us, but it was mm-hmm. yeah. Madonna for other people. Exactly. It but, was I mean, Prince for other yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. She has that status already. And she's like 20. Right. 19. So, 19. She's 19. So, I'm pretty sure I listened to this on Spotify. Well, I'm not pretty sure. I am 100% yeah. sure. But I'm pretty sure that it's like the most listened to thing oh, stream ever. Yeah. And as People far as that, Instagram and shit, like the, she has like shattered all these this records. This album came out, I think, two months ago. Yeah. It's had six singles already. And one of her singles, according to Spotify... Has like 250 million yeah, it's listens. incredible. Well, let's incredible. dive into that though, yeah. real quick, because singles on this, I guess they've always have, but they came out well in advance yeah, of the album. Yeah. Like four or five of them. I thought she was just like putting out singles for a while and wasn't like going to have an album. <laughs> so, right, she exactly. Does, she does have a smart marketing team behind her, whether or not that's her or mm-hmm. her brother. We'll get into that, too. It, yeah. the, but Everything we're talking about like relates to this album. Yeah, too, which yeah, is yeah, so yeah. I think so, she's pretty bright, though. So there was a movie. There's Let's like a, yell more! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turn it up! So, so there was a documentary about her after her first album 
where she was writing this album and hinted throughout the documentary. And I haven't seen the documentary. If I could afford Apple TV, I would watch. Yeah, I'll loan you my password. Mostly so you can watch Ted Lasso. We're going to get sued. Huh? All right. Cool. You want to wrap this up? (laughs) You got any gum? (laughs) You got it right. This has been... What we're listening to? Derail. Oh, yeah. Derailers! That's smart. That generates buzz. And there was snippets of her writing some of the tracks to this album. And then, yeah, as is, I feel, the trend for music, in my old fogey opinion, for the worse, I feel like we're in a much more singles-based mm-hmm. environment. Almost like we're back to 45s, right? Right, yeah, 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 uh, uh, yeah, yeah. good point. Yeah. That was the other thing. I was fascinated because this album is like an hour long and 16 tracks. I was surprised to see that. And I'm the one who suggested we listen to this. Uh, I knew we were podcasting today. It's like, we have to do this episode. We don't have anything to listen to. And I just typed in my phone, new 2020 music release. And this was the first thing that came up. I was like, good, let's do it. Yeah. Because normally this is something I probably wouldn't seek out, even Mm -hmm. though I really do like some of her songs. But I don't know. I'm to an age where I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm too cool for that because everybody likes it. That's silly because she's clearly so incredibly talented and popular for a reason. So... I saw it pop up. I was like, yeah, let's do that because it's so in the zeitgeist now. We should touch on this. I think for what we do on this show, particularly, like her music is, like Patrick said, we'll talk about it, but it has a lot to do with her brother, which Mm -hmm. is the production end of her music. Her music is steeped in production. I mean, you can't necessarily take every one of the songs and break it down to songs mm-hmm. you break it down to how it was produced and presented and yeah, i think that's yeah. really what this show is about like our oh, belonging cool. songs don't have that note to talk about but anymore. <laughs> <laughs> i derailed the host so anyway i'll let patrick pick up on that i hope he's more prepared but than me in that respect because i wanted to look into who even wrote these songs and produced i know phineas produces I'm sure Patrick. Most of got them, the I don't beats. know if he does all of me. Yeah, but. we'll edit that in later. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying that because I mean it's a good fit for mm-hmm. this show and this environment. And anybody that listens to the show that is interested in that part of it. Hey, uh, Brad Maurer. Yeah. Uh, you got Billie Eilish's birth name in front of you. Did you find that factoid? Uh, William. William. Yeah. <laughs> William. Eilishum. William Irish. Yeah, William, William Irish. Billy, I- Billy Eilish. Okay, William, William Irish, Irish and Dan Randy walk yeah. into a bar. It's got to be William Irish, right? All right, your, your first hint. Soap mogul. Five names. Five names. Five names. Eilish is her middle name, or at least okay. her identified middle name. So out of all the names in the world, we've got five guesses. Yep. Her last name is Johnson. Correct. Is that correct? Nope. (laughs) Damn it, he had me. Uh, Billy Eilish Pirate Baird O'Connell. I probably would have got that. O'Connell. Yeah, that would have given us a chance. O'Connell. Yeah. 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 Pirate was right. right. Throw that at me again. This Uh, is like a legal name. Yeah. Billy Eilish Pirate Baird O'Connell. Baird? Baird. That's her mom's mom's name. Oh, Baird hyphen O'Connell. There's no hyphen. Oh, it's just okay. Yeah. If you are a prospective parent out there. Yeah. And and you don't name your you, kid pirate? Well, listen. You want your kid to be a mega successful star. Mm-hmm. This is how you do it. Mm-hmm. Take notes. Mm-hmm. Name them something right like there. this. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
That's insanely badass. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm. Why wouldn't you pick Billy Pirate? That name right. alone would kick the shit out of me as yeah. a kid. Mm-hmm. It, it, it did. It took so, my lunch money. Yeah. Obviously, she was destined to be a star. Yeah, I, I, with a name like that. Are you kidding? Yeah. yeah. Her, brother's, her brother's name is mildly Irish, Phineas O'Connell. That's it? He was in the Cranberries. Yeah, What's his middle name? I didn't look it up, but it's probably like Bandit. It's probably Phineas Bandit. Somebody, Brad, look up what... Phineas's, Phineas's name middle is, name? I really didn't expect six names that because we had talked about, you were like, well, do you know her real name? And I was like, no, but I'm excited for you to tell me yeah. about it. And I didn't. Yeah, not disappointed, are you? No, that's awesome. Yeah, of course it is. Okay. I'm not let down at yeah. all. That's it. Phineas that's Baird it. O'Connell. They, they spent all the names Baird? on the whole family. Yep. yep. All right. Phineas Baird O'Connell, born July 30th, 1997. Well, we didn't need that. That's a young young kid for producing hit records. That's it. Why does Billie Eilish have a different name than Phineas? Is this a knock-knock joke? <laughs> right. What is this? What have we gone? Hey, yeah, I went, down, went down the Google hole, All right. guys. All Sorry right. about so, that. so anyway, talking about cool names. Yeah. Um, so what Phineas lacked in getting named by his parents, mm. he made up for in his studio name. Mm. So this album was recorded at his home studio named Phineas's Home Studio mm. is how it's credited. All caps, though? No. Oh, no. Oh, shit. No. We so do have an album. That's where he blew it. We do have a track that's all caps and one that's all lowercase. Right, so. I right. did notice that. The so, last album I think was all lowercase. Or was that Taylor Swift? That might have been Taylor uh, Swift. When Brad and I had our previous homes, we had studio names for mm-hmm. our houses. Yeah. My address started with 5050, so I called that Split Odds mm-hmm. Studio. Brad's was the 511 Loft. Yeah, I 511 believe. Loft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Na- that's cooler not- than me. Are you sure your middle name wasn't Pirate? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I haven't given a name to this, but I have good opportunity <laughs> in that my address is 713, so I have lucky and unlucky, so there's something there, right? Mm. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to workshop that a bit, but more to come on yeah, that. Yeah, we'll insert that in here. It'll be mind-blowing. <laughs> Stuff you should know. Shout out if you want to do that. Stuff yeah. you should know. Stuff you should know. Okay. Hmm. All right. Can we call her Billy? Are we on a first name basis now? Are we like a, yeah. an hour and a half into this podcast? Yeah, I yeah. think so. so cool. We'll fix it in yeah. post. Uh, born in Los Angeles, California. Parents are artists as well. Mm. So she comes from a musical background. That explains pirate. Yep. And she was actually conceived with in vitro fertilization. I didn't know that. Oh, hmm. I did not either. Sort of an interesting fact about Miss hmm. Pirate. Hmm. Hmm. So, do we want to talk about some music first, or do we want to get into dogs? Brad seemed a little eager to jump into dogs. I mean, that's no, I mean, typically I like what dogs, we do. But yeah. yeah, what do we do? We're going to talk about dogs. Dogs. Typically talk about the dogs. Yeah. Let's get we're, them dogs done. So, we're in L.A. Yeah, so we're in L.A., and it's car town, so we're going to get in our car, and we're going to drive to Is it a trail-rated Jeep? <laughs> Sport. Trail-rated. <laughs> We're going to plug into the GPS 860 North Fairfax, West Hollywood, California. Ooh, are we on a tour? We are on a tour. I've been driving. Imagine, if you side. will, <laughs> driving down Fairfax and you arrive at a place that offers you two dogs, two chili, cream. pastrami, mm. mustard, mm. American cheese, mm-hmm. Here's the kicker. Not only do you double dog, you wrap that thing in a burrito tortilla. What? And really? And this place is called Okie Dog. Apparently. Wait, let's go back. So you got two dogs. Two dogs. In buns? One bun. No, no bun. No buns? Just two dogs. Just dogs. Those fixins. Fixins. Raw dogs. 
wrapped, wrapped in, in a, a burrito. burrito, put down on like fried a little bit, yeah, a, a, a pan it seared. Like it looked like that's what you do for burritos if they're good. Mm. You seal that tortilla up. Could you imagine having a night out? Yes. In Hollywood, I'm imagining it right now with your hairband friends. You're going to the Rainbow Room. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp is yeah, there. Yeah, Johnny Depp's there. Uh, <laughs> River Phoenix is probably still Wait, alive. What was that? Was that the Rainbow that was Room? That's the Viper the Room. Viper room. Or, yeah. Yeah. We're going to the Viper Room. Yeah, we're going to the Johnny Viper Room. Depp, River okay. Phoenix. Change of plans. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she get done seeing playing. a killer set by Rat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Two T's. Uh, and you go and get an Okie dog? Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. Are you kidding me? We need to make these. Like, there's no <laughs> yeah. no option. But we Somebody in these. there was like, there's too much bun, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's too much well, bun. Well, here's the problem. There's one way to get two dogs into a bun, and that's a foot-long hot dog. Yeah. And it's impractical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks amazing. You look like your middle name's Pirate when you're yeah, eating it's it. very long. But it's impractical. <laughs> it's not very portable. Long dog. Yeah, it's a long dog. And and then you have to custom bun. Mm-hmm. You know how you get around that? Tortilla. Tortilla. Wrap uh, the dogs. Sounds great. Genius so, move. So, yeah, what do you guys think about that, though? Does that fundamentally that change reminds what, me, you, what a hot dog is? No. That reminds me of one of Brad's songs, Genius Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just listened to that. <laughs> so, so anyway, I, and I like that they don't get fancy with it. It's American cheese. Yeah. They're not yeah. putting shreddies in there. No, it's just probably one slice, untouched, just boom, on top. Delicious. This, yep. As long as you don't rip it yeah. when you're opening no, it. No, just... If you I, I it, almost well, I almost covered a place, Nelly, that serves rippers. It's got no. that I did. <laughs> tricky package. Yeah, if yeah. you, you rip that know slice of cheese it. when it you're opening it, it's ruined. Yeah. It takes an entire childhood to figure and out don't, how to open don't, that don't. cheese. <laughs> Do you remember Bob Barker prices, right? He used to have the actual retail price on like a square note card. Yeah. I used to think that was actually American cheese. <laughs> <laughs> You've mentioned that before. Yeah. So I believe you. Yeah. yeah. So. You lied twice. Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> Checks out. Oh my God, we might get through this episode. Um, so that's Okie Dog. Apparently, this is based on a Japanese style hot dog. That's not what I would have guessed. No, yeah. it's no, the no. opposite. It direction. sounds like drunk dudes <laughs> yeah. after a rat show at the Viper Room. Yeah. Or somebody from the Mexican community going, I'm going to make this my own. Yeah. Right. And what I like about this place is so they've got a dog. Obviously, this is what they're famous for. But then their they're sort of sub menu. They have things that I want more restaurants to have. They have a BLT on the menu. They have a breakfast burrito on the menu. Are all is the BLT wrapped in a tortilla? It didn't say, but that's a great idea. <laughs> God damn it, Brad! Right? Yeah. A genius. Uh, genius boy. <laughs> Technical guru. Yeah. Good at sandwiches. <laughs> two, two things wrapped in a burrito. Two things going on for me. Easy, Dan Randy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is it good? Yeah. Wrap yeah. it in a tortilla. It's better. <laughs> better. Now it's better. Um, Try these hostess cakes. (laughs) So while we're taking a trip in L.A., one of my favorite quotes about California that's not from Anthony Kiedis lyrics is it pretty much describes all Californians, Mm. which is the Californians are an idle, thriftless people and can make nothing for themselves. Anybody know who that's a quote from? Richard Henry Dana. There it is. (laughs) So uh, I'm our, laughing nervously, but I don't know who that our is. Our very own Wade Dana has a relative that is no less than famous in California, particularly the Southern California area. There's an area named Dana Point who wrote the first book on merchant sailing, mm. the first actual account named Richard Henry Dana. Wade 
loaned me his book recently. And I really need to give that back to you, but it's it's a phenomenal read. Like somehow we made it through ten years of friendship without yeah. me knowing about. Everybody this. go out there and buy it so I can get those royalties. <laughs> yeah, those sweet yeah. public domain royalties. <laughs> yeah. Those sweet nephew of a nephew (laughs) (laughs) royalties. Those come in hot. L.A., obviously, you can pick a million stories to talk about interesting things. I think one of the more interesting pieces of both tragic but also fascinating folklore in L.A. is the Cecil Hotel. Patrick's Trivia! You guys know yeah. anything about the season? Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah, so... Oh, yeah, Brad listens to True Crime. Yeah, right. yeah. Brad knows. Sk- Skid Row, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's in yeah. Skid Row. A lot of murderers have taken refuge there. There's, unfortunately, been a lot of murders in the hotel. In there. yeah. There's a documentary about a sort of mental health tragedy that happens there. Mm-hmm. So it's this storied place that is embedded in the downtown L.A. area. And downtown L.A. isn't really famous for much other than Skid Row. Like, it's not a social epicenter but this hotel just has so many stories behind it right. under the bridge yep downtown <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about non ketis lyrics <laughs> does he do that i don't think he does so <laughs> that, that it's there's literally been entire podcasts about the season hotel yeah. so listeners yeah. if you're not familiar seek uh, it out seek yeah. it out it's pretty good the other thing i wanted to point out which it's too bad we don't have the laptop open is there's a pop-up shop called the Echo Park Time Travel Mart. Brad's on it. So Uncle Dave probably shops here. He's on already the been there. Yep, yesterday and, and tomorrow uh, uh, and today. <laughs> and All at the same time. Echo Park oh, Time yeah. Travel Mart. Oh, yeah. You want to read All us right. a description if you found one? We are the convenience store for time travelers. All proceeds from the Time Travel Mart help support the free programs at 826LA. Uh, I don't know what that means. So this place actually stocks itself with like supplies I'm looking at for pictures. time travel <laughs> yeah so like they have uh like retro goods in case you go back in time they have stuff geared towards the future it's a pretty cool little pop-up shop yeah their uh slogan is whenever you are we're already there it's <laughs> hmm. a deep lyric yeah yeah you should name one of your songs that they also right? have a time freezy hyper slush machine well yeah but they don't have one that's what, what, that's what chuckers is getting installed there's today canned mammoth chunks yeah. available to buy <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the feds are going to investigate the uh, McDonald's ice cream machines and why they're always broke? <laughs> That's money well spent right yeah, now. You can get a bottle of leeches. Yeah, you don't have a bottle of leeches. What Nature's tiny doctors. Bottle yeah. of bottle leeches. Yeah. Leeches for free. If you got demons in your blood, you got to get them out, yeah. Red. TK brand robot. No, that's, what, that's what I use horse to worm for. You can get oh, TK shit. brand robot emotions. One of them is guilt. Uh, what's that website again? <laughs> Uh, that is the Echo Park Time Travel Mart. I recommend. So, what are the not benefits? a sponsor. When this show was on Patreon, one of the benefits of that was our Patreon feed, which I would incorporate all this stuff into, and maybe that's where this show is going back to. Uh, but that was a really fun part of it because we would link the websites and all the pictures and stuff, and we were going to do that with Instagram, but it never really took yeah, off. There's barbarian repellent. Yeah, so you need that. Repels up to twelve barbarians. Yep. You can squeeze 13 out if you do a double layer. <laughs> all right. Oh, boy. What we're listening to. Uh, so we're listening to... <laughs> this all got to do with To Billy William Eilish. Eilish. Yeah. <laughs> Willie. Willie. Slick Willie Eilish. Willie Pirate. <laughs> all right. So this is a surprisingly long album like we talked about in mm-hmm. the world of pop music. This is almost an hour long. I don't know if I would have picked it had I looked ahead yeah, of time. I don't time. know if I would have listened to it had I known that. But yeah, you don't see 16-track albums anymore. No. 
like damn and near most an hour. Of our, and most of them are full-length songs, too. Except one. Except one. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Or was it the end of one? We'll oh, get there. Keep it oh, going. Boy. All right. All right. Well, don't bury the I mean, lead. He's got there. a different title, and the number changes. <laughs> I didn't write. Uh, I didn't write. So, no, uh, right. boys, track. do we want to do this track by track, or do we want to? Yeah. 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 I'm getting Let's you keep I'm the formula going. What's the other option? Yeah. Do we just talk about the overall experience? Uh, well, I don't know. To turn into a mess. I, yeah, I got track notes. All yeah. right. Here we go. It's gonna take a while. Track one: Getting older. Go. Been there, done that. Yeah, I've experienced that. <laughs> Doing yep. it. Doing it. Living it. And I'm and I'm not twenty. <laughs> did anyone get a Beatles in the life vibe? Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. I did. I have a note about that later because I think there is a mirror vibe in a, a very later song. But I definitely got that vibe. Like woke up, got out of bed. There's just that dun 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 yeah. dun dun uh, going on. One thing that is so great about Billie Eilish's singing is how intimate it is. Mm-hmm. So it is the gain turned up all the way on the microphone and her whispering. talk, singing, whispering. There is such a great like little laugh breath in this. There's like one of these weird like offshoot in between two lyrics, just <laughs> laugh mm-hmm. breath. And there's a lot of that. It's really great and effective. And it happens a lot in her songs. And they also use compression very interestingly Heavily, yeah. to where a compressor will bring the noise floor of a signal up. And when you're doing a really quiet track like this, it brings those breaths like mm-hmm. way up to the same level as the vocal itself. And it's really effective it, production. It sounds to me in this track, especially, but it, it's also a theme with the production. Like you said that she's right there in front of you, almost like the music is incidental. There's a lot of the music that I don't care about just because it's there to feature her voice Mm -hmm. and her sound. But here she does just sound like, you're right, the gain's all the way up, and it just pushes her to the very forefront. But it's still so soft. Yeah. 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 A lot of what he does, I think, is... You're talking about Phineas Phineas is sidechain compression. Compression, So he links it to certain parts, Mm -hmm. and then that's what sort of swells those up. Sidechain compression means that the compressor is being triggered by another element in the song. By another element, yeah. So say you want the compressor to kick in when, say, the kick drum is going. Mm-hmm. That's It's a big thing with, like, a bass and a kick drum. Yeah, but it'll like affect the rest of the song, so it'll move yeah. everything Depending with that. Depending on how you set it up. Yeah. So, like, say the kick drum comes through, and then the bass gets compressed down mm-hmm. because it's been triggered by that. So that's what I feel like Brad I just got means. on a bus, and I didn't realize it. Yeah, yeah we just went right. <laughs> but that's big. That's a big that part. Is, of, it is big. It's a big part of what the sound yeah there's a definite sound that comes through the song thematically is interesting because at first blush it just seems like straightforward oh i'm realizing that i'm moving through life whatever and life's different but it has a definite undertone of like abuse and well this whole album touches on this aspect of growing up and it is all very blatant to her life and career she's realizing that She's become this mega famous thing. Uh-huh. And one of the lines here is things I once enjoyed mm. just keep me employed now. Love so it. music was just her passion growing up. And then all of a sudden, bam, she's 
mega famous. Now this is a machine. Mm-hmm. People depend on it's, this. It started as stress relief turned into stress, right? So like, Yeah, so this is all coming to terms with that fame and mm-hmm. realizing that uh, people rely on you for support and uh, music is now your job. In the dichotomy of like, it clearly is still her passion and a release of that stress. But it's also morphed into this job and this career that you, she feels she has to do. So yeah. it's like a really weird thing. Like we do music because we love it. There's no pressure whatsoever no. for us to do it. We could stop doing it. Nobody would care. Something tells me there will never be pressure. Right. But uh, Except I for mean, Wayne. I mean, yeah, for Wayne. our songs are on SoundCloud. That's a, yeah, so yeah, whoever's yeah, looking, look here. Scoopy doopy. Yeah. Here I we mean, go. I'll change my last name to O'Connell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll, call me pirate. Yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. cool with it. Yeah. But I wrote down that same line, and what occurred to me was it's obvious what it's about, but mm-hmm. it's also music in the sense mm-hmm. that it's a relatable feeling for people getting older. You could think about it for anything. You pick a career, you do a career, you pick it, hopefully, because, because you, you like it, it right? and then eventually it's your job, right? And so it, it wears on you a little bit, and it's the same thing for anything. I think yeah. it's if it's music, if you play basketball, if you are anything. I think this is a standout track, not because of the music, but because of the content. Yeah. And I don't think it's rare to pick one of your better songs to be the lead off yeah. track to an album. But I often don't feel like lead off tracks are my favorites. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say this is my favorite. I, I've been having a hard time with favorites on our last couple. Yeah. I don't think I've been as connected to other than the like, things got we've been your listening new teeth to. And your silver fucking <laughs> right, hair. Right. I mean, that's, that's an that's, obvious that favorite. That picks itself. <laughs> but yeah. right off the bat, this made me wonder like, is she the main writer of these lyrics? I think so. Yeah. And if so, it's so incredibly insightful. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of these come from the same place of being so beyond your years, but then also this is such a diary of a teenage girl, too. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think her appeal in a lot of ways lyrically is she doesn't mask it with a lot of metaphorical bullshit. Though this song's interesting because she actually does talk about it being about sexual abuse in a couple interviews. But I think she uses that. And that comes back. Yeah, I think she uses that as a metaphor for also her career, like Mm -hmm. we were talking about. Because I think the line of what she did for pleasure, I think that also relates to like prostitution or mm. or being used. And she doesn't usually get metaphorical. She usually wears her emotions on her sleeve. It is very much yeah. But that's, a teenage there, girl. there's a very similar path to that. Well, yeah. If you think of yeah. successful artist yeah. and prostitute, yep. Uh, and she actually makes that. I think eh, we'll direct there. analogy. Yeah, there's a yeah, direct yeah. analogy. And so, like, on. you're like, well, it's it's actually the same thing. You're no. you're just yes. kind of for. Pardon the language, but you're just whoring out in a different way. Yeah. You can you know? sell out. Yeah, I I feel like this whole album is a a really great middle finger to that notion. Yeah, because well, she she realizes that she has to keep this machine moving, I, but also she's like, I'm not going to sell my I, soul for it. I guess I'm lucky enough to be insightful enough that I am glad I never became famous. Because I think fame probably sucks. Being famous for anything has to be in my... Cumbersome. In my mm-hmm. value system. <laughs> Down by the river. <laughs> Sorry. I, uh, Sorry, Patrick's trying to get yeah. serious. Yeah. 
we'll, we'll get back to it. Yeah. Um, but I, there's I, I, plenty I, of that, That's the next album. I was going to say this. I was listening to an interview with Brie Larson the other day, and little did I know she had a musical career at some yeah, point. Yeah, I, I didn't know uh, that. If and, you and, follow her on Instagram, she's always playing guitar and singing. Guitars and stuff, yeah. She's great. She's great. She had a musical career for a mm-hmm. minute. She opened for, like, Jesse McCartney, and she did this whole thing. I don't know who that is. Right. I mean, either. Reason she got out, right, was because her name was Brie Larson, and she had all these other people trying to get her to do this other thing that wasn't her. And she's like, I'm not going to do that. That's not me. If it was another name that she had gone with, she probably would have done it. Why would the, why is the Because name? it was her name. Because she was already It was famous. her identity. Yeah, well, no, it was, it was her identity, but they were trying to oh, get okay. her to not be her. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm saying that because... I think Billie Eilish does a really good job of staying herself. Okay, Uzi. right. If well, she I don't was want herself, anybody to know who I am. <laughs> it, it, she was herself. She'd go by pirate, <laughs> right? But she does a really good job of being herself. Yeah. Oh, I, with I, all of this bullshit, I think people that's are her appeal. Tra- people yeah. are constantly trying to Britney Spears her. Yeah, you know, and I mean this. This we're going to get into it, but she directly says no. combats. Yeah, that yeah, in yeah exactly. Album. So that's what I think is it's appealing. Yeah, is where I'm going with that. We're going to be here a while. Track two. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I didn't change my number right. is the name of the track. Pigs. Right. Starts, yeah. Starts with some pigs. Yes. It doesn't start with pigs. It doesn't? It does not. Oh, they're not pigs? They're not pigs. That is her pit bull named Shark. Okay. I thought it was pigs. <laughs> so it's with sharks. And I thought it was telling because of the content of this song that yeah. I wonder if it was intended to be pig, a pig. sounding. Hmm. But probably maybe. not. Maybe. Well, ask Shark. Or maybe it's. <laughs> it sounds like. Maybe Shark's the defender in this song. Because yeah, maybe, it was, maybe. It was supposed to be pigs, but it's a dog, <laughs> Shark. Shark might be Phineas's middle name. We don't know. Well, yeah. Phineas Pitbull Shark O'Connell. Because this song is about basically just being done with someone. Oh, yeah. It's a yeah. straightforward breakup song. And I was thinking, like, the pig was kind of foreshadowingly talking about this yeah. person. But maybe it's more like this Pitbull is defending me from this person. Maybe Pitbull guest sings Ooh. on this album Ooh. credited as shark fucking or he's hi- making shark noises fucking hype man yeah it doesn't mention miami at any point no, <laughs> no. probably not Pitbull, probably man. not first thing that popped into my head was miami yeah, when you said that. there's an organ in this song Ooh, the choppy yeah synth. and i think it's sampled i think it's a sampled organ um, that's just looped which is pretty cool yeah i really that's like actually that. my only notes uh done, done with somebody well, Pigs. Other than Billy's Pitbull Shark. Chopped synth. I had Great Hook in Chorus written down, which I think stands. Yeah. I actually had to dig around because I was looking for that sample because I didn't know what it was. What? Yeah, let's go back. Sorry, I was talking over Brandon. didn't care what he said. That's no. it. Good hook. He just cool. gave me a look. And That's it. Weird. Yeah, we were just bird uh, yeah. each other. <laughs> Number three, we've already joked around about the title of oh, this. Yeah. Called Billy Bossa Nova, but it was, I read a little bit, directly influenced by uh, Bossa Nova. Uh, you think? Uh, well, <laughs> well a particular Bossa Nova artist, and I'm not familiar with Bossa Nova. I didn't write it down. Ooh, Julie Bossa Nova? Julie Bossa Nova. <laughs> yeah. This is a sexy song. Definitely um, Bossa Nova. Definitely, definitely sexy. Definitely about, about hiding a lover and checking into hotels under assumed names. Total clandestine <laughs> meetings, yep. secret relationships. Fantastic production on this song. Yeah, yeah. This, this is one of the better produced Agreed. songs. I, it also made me want to rewatch Four Rooms. clean and crisp but full yeah right but sparse clear yeah sparse like right that's that's that's, that's the magic throw out more words yeah Yeah. (laughs) more adjectives bob (laughs) 
But that's it. It sounds full, mm-hmm. which is hard to make sound clear. Yeah. Which it's hard to make also sound sparse. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, a so lot like, of the arrangements on these are very sparse, but it yeah. doesn't sound like there's not no, a lot. It's they, full. they sound full. Yeah, yeah. So it's strange. Uh, it's very cool. Yeah. I think we. I think we got it. Uh, but also sparse. <laughs> right. Next track, all lower, full. all lowercase. Right. Great taste. <laughs> it's like that speech at the end of Bill and Ted's. <laughs> it's full. San Diego football rules. <laughs> Pretty sure we just captured that completely. <laughs> But long songs, fucking podcast rules. If you're wondering why this podcast got canceled, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is the one where we do drinks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my future. This mm. is the all lowercase song. Mm. This is interesting because this album is very bleak and uh, this one's not cynical. This is a very optimistic song. This is her singing to her future self, and actually, I got from it accepting who she's becoming Mm -hmm. like realizing who she is she's been uh has come of age essentially i think this is my standout this is my i think this is my favorite track on the album because of that and it takes a left turn too yeah this song is the first example on this album where she reminds me of like an old crooner like frank sinatra Mm -hmm. tony bennett Mm. or something and she does that super well i think her most effective songs are the slow soft ones Mm -hmm. where her voice really shines where she's not doing the the whisper mumble type of thing mm-hmm. she's singing it, it's incredible not that that other stuff isn't good no she's got a great voice i i agree but in my mind like this whole album kept reminding me of pre-oldies music i was really right? interested like, so, to hear what you were going to say about this really album. yeah because i didn't but know if you were going to like it, it like it, it like put me in almost you know, like twenties. That's what I mean. Right? Like, like, like this takes me back. Old, old crooner, yeah, yeah. right? Like, this takes me back to old crooner. But yeah, this song yeah. then is like, wait a minute. How about some fucking smooth music? <laughs> right, <laughs> We're yeah. gonna get Triple M and Doobie Brothers right, yeah, on you. Yeah, and that's and it cool. Does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, cool. I was all in. So I yeah. think it's this a cool is my break. favorite one. Yeah. yeah, and I think this is such an important thing for people to know, mm-hmm. especially young people. It is so important for you to be able to love yourself and accept yourself before you jump into a relationship with mm-hmm. someone else that you're going to rely on or trust mm-hmm. because it's not going to work if you don't feel you, that way about you're, yourself. Yeah, if you're not there yet. Yeah. You're expecting so, something that's not realistic. Right, which is speaks to what I was saying before where she's a very young woman in an age when being a young woman is not easy. Mm-hmm. Yet she's very insightful about mm-hmm. the whole thing, especially coming from where she's coming from, which is this ultra famous, like everybody knows what she's doing and up to and at she, all and times. And, and she's been slightly me. famous since she was like 16. Really? Right. Yeah. So she's, yeah. yeah, she's living in a different world. But and, to be able to step back and say like, Hey, I need to take care of me. Yeah. Before I worry about like what anybody else thinks is like yeah. a very mature thing that makes me really like this song. Yeah, I agree. Track five, oxytocin. Oxytocin, little biology for you. Brad, you've been getting a lot of biology mm-hmm. education. You had a mug that had, oh yeah, I got yeah. a mug that has biology facts. Birds and bees. Is it, uh, why, why, why are you petting them? Am I missing something? The oxytocin. Oh, the oxytocin, yeah. Oh, that's where we're going. Oh, I see what you did <laughs> Is there. it the lifeblood of the cell or it, whatever it is? It's powerhouse. powerhouse. Oxytocin is not the powerhouse oh, of the cell. Damn it. Um, <laughs> no, oxytocin is the bonding chemical, so ah. when we... 
have contact, uh, like whether it's with like, a partner. Like or, when what? Or, or when you're banging. Like when I just... Well, like when you stroke your mind. Okay. Or even like animals, like when we bond with animals, it's oxytocin. Mm. Gets or, released. Yeah, yeah, when you're nursing a newborn infant. Hendrick's so. a doctor. Mm. Yes. Diet Dr. Pepper. Um, it's just like so anyway, Dr. Pepper. An- enough of the science. Hmm. We go from crooners, and then she just decides, let's drop in a banger. Let's bang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and the song, the song I'm pretty sure is about God watching you bang. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very carnal vibe. Uh, using someone for pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> I love how at the end it gets like scary. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a horror movie soundtrack. Well, like, wrote, I'm doing this to you. I, 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 whether wrote, you like it or not. I wrote, like, why does this remind me of Firestarter? Yeah, yeah. It gets, <laughs> it's it gets, got like the screams. Yeah, it's uh, all there. Yeah. yeah, There's a lot of screams sampled yeah. in this album. I like this song because it's a completely different singing style. Yeah, it kind of takes raises the album her, to a different Yeah, place, she so. raises her voice a little bit and mm-hmm. is actually yeah, she doesn't like do that singing a lot. in a different yeah. register, that, which is different for her. Yeah, Clearly can, but yeah, yeah. That, that's a sexy yeah. song right yeah. there. Yeah, it is. That then leads into the all cap song. Goldwing, mm. Darkwing Duck. Hell of a Honda motorcycle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. This, this quiet. Nice quiet, and quiet. Nice, quiet, smooth ride. Yeah. This sounds like a hymn. Yeah, I, when it I was starts. actually, my note is, is is the intro from the Bible? Yeah. Like, do we know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get, dig that far, but it certainly could be. It sounds like it. I don't know like the Bible the, well The intro enough. seemed yeah. like a, an absolute hymn. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is another uh, uh, right on the nose song about fame mm. song about not knowing who your friends are sacrificial lamb yeah like being exploited yeah it starts out very yeah, like everyone wants a piece angelic, of my fame yeah. and then it turns the music gets very schizophrenic people are using me for this yeah. fame yeah like you said very on the nose yeah. there's not a ton theme wise this was one of my least favorite it, it blew musically by me. ones I, I we're, we're wrote, actually in my least favorite part of the album right I, now. I literally wrote nothing down yeah. for that song i just kind of it yeah kind of yeah. breezed through me didn't stand out it was a little bit more of the same yeah not to again bury the lead but the next track i felt the same way with which is called lost cause it's like that's another song about a boyfriend loser yeah, boyfriend. yeah. this one was I, funky though i like yeah, the, i liked the, it. the bass line in it was really cool yeah. the music yeah. did remind me yeah. uh you know who suggy is yeah yeah it reminded me of suggy yeah i shook i i, I guess suggy I, day yeah suggy day i kind of suggy night i was starting to dissociate from the lyrics a little yeah. bit because they were getting a little samesy for yeah. me but the music of this song yeah. was pretty good yeah this is where we start to see the appearances of guitars yes yeah yep. it does that a couple times yes Again, very literal in the theme. Yeah. Seeing through somebody's bullshit, realizing you deserve better. Yeah. But I did like the the funky music. Yeah, it, it, was it good. changed. We went from that hymn type of song mm-hmm. as an album construction move. It was like a nice turn yeah. from where yeah. we just yeah. were. But yep. other than that, it was just like a bridge to the next song, which I actually liked quite a bit. Hell's yeah. Comet. Mm-hmm. So Haley's Comet is. Do you say Haley? I do. I, I think do. she does too. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Interesting enough, Hallie. I just watched a uh, like YouTube video on Halley's comment. Oh, so you're an Hallie's expert comment. now. The uh. guy himself like spelled his name different ways. Does he put an umlaut over the a, which I don't even know if you can do? <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Can you spell jalapeno? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Silent G. Uh, what is that? Oh wait, that's guacamole. Up. I don't know. <laughs> 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 uh, that's why we 
count on Brad is to bring us back. <laughs> yeah. He brings, he ties it tight. So, uh, it's like a bindle. Tell me so about I this wrote, song. I wrote best track question mark. Yeah, right? I really like this. Definitely one. has the best feels on the album so yeah. far. Yeah. Like, that, that's yeah, interesting. I, I was locked in with how the music was putting me together. I think that's I got, why it gives you the feels because the music. I got nothing on this track. Really? Really? Yep. I wrote. I mean, I got the most notes. It again feels like an old timey love song to me a little bit. Yeah. And then piano the, intro. There's yeah. some cool slide guitar that dips in, which I really liked. Oh. I just I liked this song a lot. I remember Haley's comment coming around when I was a yeah. little kid. Yeah, oh. like in the eighties. But was the last she time probably right? wasn't born. Is it no, every seventy seven years? I just watched something on the session notes. It? It's seventy something years. Yeah. I like that we get our facts straight yeah. before we start. Do we need to just do a fact? I can only spend so much time on this show. Yeah, yeah. it's I, it's over. <laughs> that's, that's why we <laughs> the time has been an admin. Um, hey, guess what? I Google just was it. surprised <laughs> to hear her reference that yeah. because of her age. Well, she's been to school. I'm but sure. But I, I, the alliteration. Of how she brings that phrase in is yeah. really great. Yeah. I really like the feel of this. Silly me to fall in love with you. This yeah. is like pining after somebody, hopelessly in love. It really captures that really great. Yeah. That pain from love of somebody that just maybe doesn't even know that you feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like it, this goes back to that being a teenager. Yeah. You can just turn on a dime. I don't know, something happens in the mm-hmm. hall at school and you're like, I love that person. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's so intense. Yeah. yeah. And I think this song does a really, really good job of capturing that. Yeah, this is, like I alluded to, this is the chunk of the album, the middle part of the album that I just checked Falling out. Falling apart. Right. It is, while she's very effective at it, mm-hmm. I just felt like these tracks were like more of the same, more of the same as far as like content lyrical structure and so i could this I one could, was a standout for me I, I I, it was a standout for me but i could see where you're coming yeah, from yeah. because i get there yeah yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm with you on the yeah, yeah. so so the next track i never know what to do with these tracks me neither. it's a talking track yeah it's pretty straightforward about being judged yeah it's not a really a it's yeah. a better message than it is a song i heard that it was the first thing that came up when she was live yeah which that's what it yeah, is to me. Right. It's a vignette. Yep. Right. Like here she comes. Here's yeah. the thing. Boom. Sets the tempo, and then but for where it's at on the album, it's kind of a weird. Well, let's it's go the back. Hey, Foxy, my if it, it, Yeah. If it was 1992, it should be a hidden track. <laughs> yeah. Let's go back a second because the end of the previous track confused me, mm-hmm. and I thought we'd gone to another song. Oh, Did oh that happen? yeah. Haley's comment. The last note I have is it was complete with an old sound outro. The outro was like a whole it, it, separate thing. It almost cut and it's, turned yeah. into like, and it was a whole different. Just to like an afterthought. Like yeah. Days later. Uh, no yeah, wonder exactly. Brad liked it. I did like outro. I did like that lot of outro. <laughs> yeah. About a minute thirty outro. Like I had already. If you Most look at my look seen. at my notes here, I started the next track and I started writing. And then, then I was like, like, "Oh, oh this shit. This is the same, same song. song. Yeah. Because the tone is so different. Like, yeah. It's completely it phased totally out. Shifts. Yeah." Days later in the Her vocals are like way set back in Mm -hmm. the track. I thought it was cool. But then, yeah, we get into It's not my responsibility, and it's more of a a lyrical thing. Directly about the title of the track, by the way. I glanced over that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which leads to track 10, which is called Overheated, which just... I I think we should go back for a second, because I think... It's not your show. Sorry. Not my responsibility is the theme of the album. It's the least good musically track, I would say. 
it's not a musical track. It's, but it's, it's a it's, vignette. It's ultimately what it's about. Yeah. But and it's that, like, that's what I, that's, is, that's what I'm saying. Like it I probably, think that's a good point. It probably should have started with. Yeah. It, but if you're reading Atlas Shrugged, or, or, or the, it should have been the last. This track. is yeah. the chapter where John Galt just gets on the radio and talks right, right, yeah. forever. Right. And you're like, this is Tom Bombadil. Stop saying the same thing <laughs> yeah. over and over again. But no, it, I think it's a, it's a very well written piece. Like it's oh, yeah, I, no, my it's, note for that is it's good commentary. Yeah. Like and, it's great commentary. And and look, it's a look, really good video if you haven't seen the video. Like it's really cool. But. We are three middle aged white dudes. I wonder how a lot of this tracks with younger girls mm-hmm. compared to us because this track could be a standout yeah, that we yeah. are missing. Yeah, let, actually, pull the break because I think you said a couple things that are really important there. It is hard as a middle-aged person to remember those formative moments of being a teenager where you are trying to find yourself and where things we now probably take for granted through life experience and through being old, crusty, wizened white dudes that's all new to teenagers mm-hmm. like like the sense that and the most important thing and the most that important are happening thing. so or have ever happened to them you did the right thing by not glancing over this commentary because i think you're absolutely right i think it, it probably is more profound for her target audience right equally important is who's saying it to them yeah right yeah, somebody people, they look up to. Yeah, right? like people that were saying it to us when we were her age mm-hmm. were people that we were like Pfft, that's stupid. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It right. was it wasn't people that we looked up to the way people look up to her. Right. And so it's a big move. I think it's a that, I uh, guess that's a really good another Urkel wasn't saying this to us. No. Right. Neither, I think yeah. that's another theme Nobody. of this Zach album. Morris. Zach Morris wasn't saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that in this where exactly what you said, she is empowering yeah and that a lot of that's the that's the stuff people. that changes generations i mean mm-hmm. the stuff we grew up with was good but it didn't speak to us lyrically like we had said before nirvana was the explosion mm-hmm. are the lyrics as poignant and Th- direct that's, that's where they're I was not going. it was yeah. more the, the grungy feel exactly. yeah. and the rock the and the angst yeah, yeah. this is very Direct. Much direct. Yes. Here's, saying, a, here's a letter to tape to your mirror. If, it, yeah. It's not, you're not going to have the meatheads right. looking at this, right? And go, exactly. Like our music was also, it was incorporated Accessible with meatheads, yeah. you know, and they were just like, ah, yeah. And they're right. still just, you know, <laughs> you know, doing their like, thing. We hate gays, but yeah. love Queen. But love Queen. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. we play that at football. Exactly. Right. Like you know? that kind of thing. You can't do that to this, right? You know, because right. it's, it's too Which direct. I think makes this. So much more exactly. Powerful. That's what I was trying to say a moment ago. So, yeah, thanks for mansplaining me. <laughs> this has been Brad splaining. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brad Articulation. Um, so, what I was going to get to about thirty minutes ago is that this track leads into track ten, right. overheated, uh-huh. which is then the musical continuation of this theme. It really right. is, yeah. And I think that's a clever thing to do from the arrangement aspect of this album because she just had this big soapbox moment, mm-hmm. and then this one goes directly into an instance where this has happened to her. Yeah. Billie Eilish is very famous for wearing these very baggy clothes. On purpose. On purpose. And she's become iconic for that. And then this photo came out of her like walking in shorts and regular clothes. Yeah. It made it like that much more. It explodes and people body shamed her. This is a like 16, 17 year old girl that people just 
destroyed because yeah. why? Yeah, totally yeah. object fighter. Because right. oh, she doesn't have like a supermodel yeah. body, and this song is a direct response to that. Yeah, which yeah. is so badass. But it's also yeah, yeah it's so aware. Yeah, you know, like it's it's it, she could just crawl in a hole, you know, she could have done that and taken that to. But such she also heart. calls him out, like, "What are you doing? Exactly, like, I'm a kid. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. Like that Patrick mentioned the beyond your ear, your years portion of it. Like she is pretty bright in mm-hmm. the fact oh, that yeah, she's, she's so aware of. She's very bright of the reality of all of it, yeah. and it could be just because of where she's come along in time where it's happened so much before and she lives in a town where it's probably pretty prevalent, yeah. right? All of it. So she, her environment's completely different than growing up. Like where these three white dudes, right? it, middle-aged it, white dudes grew up. Yeah. So it's, it's, That's us. it's probably there, you know, she's probably seen it her whole life and now it's her. I love the line that speaks to that so much of this awareness is can't be deleted. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's not in the context of being online. But uh-huh. she's alluding to that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Once those things are out there it's, in this day and age, like, it's, they're it's on the internet. You done. can't get rid of it. Right. And she's like, you know, this is who I am. Do you think Billie Eilish uses the phrase in this day and age? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in these times. Back in the day, it was just Star Magazine. You know? Once the Star Magazine got molded, somebody else was on the cover of Star Magazine. And that one was gone. <laughs> Now you Google it, it's there. But I like what you said. Billie Eilish, she's just like us. Right. (laughs) I like what you said is that being a response to that track before, because I didn't think of it that way until you said it, and then it Mm. totally makes sense. does make sense. Next track is one of my highlight tracks. So Mm. I I told you. Very interesting. Yeah. I'm glad this happens, actually, because I was tuned out. Yeah. And this is the track that gets me back. And I think this album, for me, ended much more strongly. Let me tell you my note real quick, though. For is that. Patrick's wrong? No. Brad's least favorite. Good song, but I'm starting to get tired. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> okay. things were starting to sound the same yep. for me. I mean, the great so, melodies, there's yep, good so melodies. It's all there. I, I love her voice in this song. So this is one of my favorite vocal performances other than what we've already talked about. It's this simple synth and these really sweeping vocals and, oh, geez, how did that happen? My know, microphone's man. drifting. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, this is gonna sound real good (laughs) no you're good fix it in post and there's this line in here that she's always like right on the nose with her lyrics but if everybody goes you'd still be alone that line for some reason out of all the lines in this album i mean kicked me in the gut you know me you know i can connect to these lyrics pretty good because this song is about futility yeah the song's about uh hopelessness but she does but, but tinge you know it what? with innocence of it not being. I don't know if it... Uh, that's how I initially approached this song. And I initially approached it like cynical, but I think there is something... Well, there's an awareness of of losing your innocence of childhood. Yeah. And there's an appreciation, but there's also this futility going it, it on. It has it's, this it's line, though, that it's like... complex. Okay, we're all... It, so this is a 19-year-old talking about a song like, we're all gonna die. Mm-hmm. And then it also ends with like, well, you're important. Yeah. You will leave some mark. And wow, that's pretty profound for a young person. Mm. Yeah, because you can't stop what's yeah. coming, you know. Yeah. And you're gonna leave a mark. And also it won't referring matter. to Billy Eilish as a young person makes yeah. us the <laughs> oldest people it, I lo- ever lived. Well, you know, the young people these days. 
I like the idea of. I want all the young people out this there. This is a to nice young woman. Yes. I want all of the young people to hear yeah. this message. I, I relate to this sense of trying to do something important, even though you know we're all going to die. Mm. And it's ultimately not going to matter. Eventually, there won't even be humans on this planet. Whoa. But we're here. And it's inherent in our nature to try and do the best we can. Mm -hmm. And I think this does a good job of uh, capturing that. So another reason, Brad, why I think this resonated and like got me back. I'm reading John Green's new book right now. Either of you read any of his stuff? Um, You're assuming I read. Well, he he wrote The Fault in Our Stars. And uh, he's very popular young adult novelist i love his work he's mm. and he, his brother does youtube videos of like science videos this book is short essays on just things in life so one's actually on halley's comet but the book opens with a conversation between his brother hank and himself when the pandemic starts and uh he's telling the story of how he asked his brother are we going to be okay and his brother responds with the species will survive which initially John thought of as like this doom and gloom thing. But then he reflects on how that means, even if I'm gone, humanity leaves its mark and marches on and the sun still shines until eventually it doesn't and it engulfs the earth. And this song reminded me exactly of that essay. Have you ever read the book, The Beach? Yes. It captures that same thing because in that book, humanity does end but they still up to the end are doing these little gestures like planting flowers and like going on a Sunday drive just to capture these last moments. That's the same as the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. No, no, (laughs) that's a good movie. So this is getting to be a very long episode, but seriously, if you're looking for something to give you a little bit of hope in the pandemic, it's the perfect book right now. You know what's going to make this longer? Fault in Our Stars is or the... No, no, the it's called the Anthropocene Reviewed. So mm. he'll take the the small essays. Sounds everyone, science-y. <laughs> yeah, it's just... everything ends with like a star review. So it's like Halley's Comet. I give it three and a half stars. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, so it's it's <laughs> three stars. Very well written. <laughs> Wouldn't change a thing. I don't know why this became a John Green podcast, but it, this How song the reminded fuck me. Does Halley's Comet get a review? And we can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's puke. <laughs> Uh, we it's a goddamn inanimate object. I have to pee super bad. So <laughs> it's going to be our first two-parter we're what we're listening to. <laughs> Some bossa nova. Some four rooms. Some hold music. <laughs> this is Brad's bossa nova. Your call's important for us. All of our waves are busy right now. We sincerely apologize. Wade is taking a bathroom break. We're experiencing a large volume of bathroom breaks right now. Your call is important to us. All our wades are tied up right now. You're listening to Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. Reviewed. Please hold. Your call is important to us. If you'd like to speak to Wade, press 1 or keep on the line. If you'd like to leave a message for Wade, press star. If you'd like to leave a review, please do. Your call is important to us. If you believe this podcast is puke, press 7.
We are experiencing an unusually long podcast. Please stay on the line. If your favorite doobie brother is Michael McDonald, press 5. Your call is important to us. Please stay on the line. If you'd like to speak to Wade, press 1 or stay on the line. Is that bread on the floor? Too late, cocksucker. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be our best episode. Uh, Welcome back to chapter four of this album review. Jesus, we're going to be here all night. (laughs) It is getting late. Oh my God. Next time we are picking an EP. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Track 12 is Your Power. This is like a country song. Acoustic jam. Yeah. yeah. Acoustic. Very good. Yeah. 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 I like this one. Yeah. Uh, guess what? It's about an abusive relationship. Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Putting but, your trust but, in someone and having yeah. them not yeah, but take I don't care know that, that trust. I don't know that it's... Uh, I didn't read it as significant other necessarily. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Yeah. Usury. Yeah. yeah this Usury. Is yeah. A, another instance of a, like the industry, uh, yep. clearly what she yep. has to go through. Trying to put her somewhere she doesn't want to be yep. in pulling rank mm-hmm. trying to pull rank on her even though she has the power i think it works on both levels though. yeah it could be a relationship oh, yeah, absolutely like it's, it's it's all in a relationship like you put your trust in someone in trust that they will respect that and yeah. take care of it mm-hmm. and then if they don't how detrimental that is yeah it's a good jam it is a good jam this is again where i think the album starts to come really back around for yeah. me. the next track is called nda obviously uh, based on the theme, the song means non-disclosure agreement. No. Right. <laughs> um, another song about fame, but this one does a couple things. The interesting thing is she approaches fame from like the media caring the, about who her relationships are. Yeah, paparazzi stuff. Paparazzi kind of stuff to the point where she has to have her lovers sign non-disclosure agreements. Yep. So it's kind of the modern celebrity she way. She does mm-hmm. that in another song where she talks about owning a home since she was 17, but never had a party yeah. there and like... Just like having to kind of almost live in secrecy. Yeah. Which uh, I did read that she still like goes and stays for weeks at her parents' house and like sleeps in her, I heard her that bedroom. Too. Yeah. So that's kind of a cool story. The song has, uh, I think I'm pronouncing this right, a guzhong in it, which is like the Chinese stringed instrument. Mm. Oh, yeah. Which is a interesting thing to hear in a pop song. Um, yeah, this is where we sign off. Uh, the other thing interesting about this song is I'm pretty sure it samples Closer by Nine Inch Nails. Is that or, the end of this song or the intro to the next It's one? the end of this song, I oh, think. Okay, because I had that note. For Do you the, really? Yeah, look at it. So for the next song, I had the intro, Closer. Mm. Yep. Yep. That's, yeah. Yep. I like the, uh, production-wise, the crunchy mix the chorus turns into like this superly crunched out like high like i mentioned before the use of compression yeah, on this album super that must be phineas's his move. style he, yeah he, he really will crush guy. things yeah. with compressors and, it, and when you push a compressor too hard you'll get that, cr- that crunch, that crunch yeah. and that's and what stuff. like the rest of the song is silky smooth and then you get to the chorus and it's like mm-hmm. squished also calls back 
two previous titles of songs lyrically. Yeah. Uh, didn't change my number and getting older. It, yeah. It mentions. Well, and uh, my favorite line in this song was, I thought about my future and I want it okay. now. So yeah. it calls. Yeah. That's another one that yep. goes yep. back to. Which I think that's a great line. And it's it, got to be it intentional really, if you're calling yeah, back that every many. song. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which I, I think the NDA was, that's a really good song. Yep. That's one of my favorites. Yep. Next track, 14, is called Therefore I Am, and my note here is I'm bored again. <laughs> this is a diss track. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it is. And all I wrote yeah. down there was uh, solid. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, a, it's it a is. solid track, but I don't. Yeah. It was like, okay. I, I thought we'd move say. through this I part. didn't have much to say about it. I like the alliteration on the Therefore I Am, yeah. um, how she throws that in. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Then we go to the uh, eponymous uh, title track. Title track. We're getting there. Happier than ever. Track fifteen. I think this is one of the most interesting musical songs. This on one the goes album. a lot of places. I yep. agree. Yeah. Yeah. It starts off. It's very country inspired again. Mm-hmm. Very and girl it, on a stool. Yeah. Yeah. Then it ends in this huge poppy. Yeah. Very girl anthemic. Yeah. yeah that transition is so different. Yeah. But it's so smooth. Yep. And it has more screams sampled in it. Yeah, but. Yep. It was really not confusing to me, but I was like, oh, wow, like that's how you do that. This yep. one gets even more dirty compressed at the It end does, yeah. It, was, it wasn't just one. like three uh, click hits from the drummer and then off, you're, off you go. No, it was this just is really cr- smooth yep, transition crushed. and extremely crushed. I wrote, awesome transition from slow acoustic to crunchy hot mix. Big song full of lyrics. She hates this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, uh, yeah. This is the ultimate, she like, like I hated being dude. with you. Look yes. how happy I yeah, am now. I'm yourself. posting all my photos of my yeah, new boyfriend. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, possibly I thought this maybe was connected to, well, not even possibly. Like, this is definitely connected to other songs that came previously. Yeah. Like, Your Power. For or sure, the, yeah. Um, yep. It was more of that. So I mentioned earlier, the Day in the Life Beatles song. Mm-hmm. This is the one that, also gave me the vibe, but of the other half of that song. Yeah. The second part. Yeah. yeah. I was curious as to whether, is that intentional? Is that an homage to that song Could be. happening? Because I did get that vibe. But Woke yeah. up. Got out of bed. bed. Yep. Last track's called Male Fantasy. Hmm. Another acoustic track. Mm-hmm. I really like this for a lead out track. Her voice is just yeah. amazing. It's a great this. song. This, this, um, this is the coming to terms with yep. what we've just went through. Yep. A good closure track in that you can get older and realize that you've gone through these relationships that didn't work out and you hated this person at times or you didn't get along and at the time you were going through it, it was like the biggest deal in your life and you never thought you'd get better. But then you look back and you're like, I don't hate you. I've grown because of this, mm-hmm. and I feel like this really kind of captures that growing uh, because yeah. of. The appreciation. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. That takes us out of a very, very long conversation about a quite long album. So <laughs> I don't know how exciting that's going to be for people to listen to the three white we'll, middle-aged we'll, guys talk about I think we'll get it down Irish, to five minutes. Pretty so. We're changing the name of this podcast to three white middle-aged <laughs> three, guys yeah. talk about three white talk about listening to. So we're going to talk pizza here mm. in a second. Mm. P-I-Z-Z-A. Who is going to order a pizza first today? I already put it in the oven if you All right, recall. well, pull we out that pull pizza, it out. Here pizza. we go. 
pizza. If this were a pizza. If this album were a pizza. Ooh, it sounds like you already ate it. P-I-Z-Z-A. <laughs> Tell us what you order. Me? Mm. Okay. This is a large pizza. Mm-hmm. This pizza is made amazingly well. Mm-hmm. On a third of this pizza is the topping that I like the most. Mm-hmm. So it's just a cheese and pepperoni pizza. It's the best. I've learned to this point in my life that that's my favorite pizza. So I have ordered a third of this pizza and that. The rest of the pizza, each slice has a different topping mm-hmm. that I've yet to discover. Mm-hmm. Because I'm relating this to the theme of the album. Mm-hmm. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. And I've got all these options to try and grow and learn. Mm-hmm. And some of them might become my favorite. Some of them might get thrown out. Mm-hmm. And some of them might get added to that third of the pizza that I've already grown into. And I'm excited for the future of trying all these pizzas. Because that's my favorite track in this album. So that's my pizza. Mm-hmm. I recommend this album. I mean, I don't need to because pretty right. much everyone on the right. planet has listened well, to this. Thank God she'll get discovered because of our podcast. Yes. But I think it's so important for humanity, especially dudes like us mm-hmm. who can step back and be like, I'm not too cool to listen to Billie Eilish, who is this teenage girl who's doing the, these amazing things. There's a reason that she is so popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's worth experiencing just to be like, okay. Now, now I know what's going on mm-hmm. and not to be on the outside and be like, oh, I, 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 I'm too cool for that because she's really a phenom and well, it's, it's incredible. It's a combo deal, right? Yeah, I mean, the, it's, production it's is, a homegrown situation, which is almost adds to the appeal, right? Yeah. It's a bedroom band still. Yeah. It's the Bee Gees. Yeah. I mean, really, it's a brother, sister that. Like, but it's home studio yeah, yeah. style uh, still. Phineas yeah, this is, is the shit we studio. do, right? Yeah. We, yeah. We, yeah. And so, I mean, we're it's, just they, guys in our bedroom. Granted, their, that's what their, they were. their home studio is completely different <laughs> yeah. than it used to be. Yeah. But it's still that vibe. Yeah. But I'm, you know? I'm trying to say this isn't like our go to. No. Mm-mm. I probably would rather listen to something that rocks a little more or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I have friends that would, but I encourage them to like check this out. Yeah. The production alone is incredible. And. Like, that's a side because I know she gets lumped in with her brother a lot. Like, oh, well, it's Phineas. Well, no, it's not. This girl is amazing. Yeah. Her voice is incredible. I said Frank Sinatra in there. And it really is a throwback to things like that when yeah. she's singing so softly and intimately to you. And lyrically important. All mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, it's oh, all yeah. There. Brad. Oh, shit. So my pizza. Your pizza. <sighs> You blowing on your pizza? Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. Sauce. So, for me, it's a large pizza. It's got things I'm familiar with on it, which I like. But it's also got some things that the kids are putting on their pizza. Right? It's not my thing. Glitter. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah. It's similar to Wade's review, right? I can't get too creative on it. It's the same Sort of thing. It's not what I would normally just crank up and put on, but it's in my wheelhouse in the way that it's effective. Mm-hmm. And so you listen to it with an open mind. So my pizza is open-minded pizza. They're putting things on it. Like it's when pineapple first started coming around, right? They uh, started, kids are doing bananas. Ki- yeah, banana. So, okay, there it yeah. is, right? So kids are putting bananas on pizza. I'm going, I don't know. But then 
I'll take. I'm gonna take a bite. Okay. I might really yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if it was this album, I would really like it. Yeah. Even though it's not something I would I would listen to. Did you listen to this because? Or would you have gotten to this? Yeah. yeah. I listened to this album already. Oh, you did? When it came out. Okay. Yeah. I, I just was curious. Mm-hmm. Same reason you probably picked it, right? Yeah. So, like, I didn't... Had you also? No. No? Uh, no. Okay. I didn't have it memorized or any of that, mm-hmm. but yeah. she's always intrigued me to the point where I've clicked on her. Yeah. So, it wasn't surprising that I liked it, but... Now, both of you guys had listened to her previous album... Did you feel that there was growth from that one to this one, or is it more of the same? Because I haven't listened to the whole thing in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Her first album is kind of the same composition as far as soft lullabies with bangers yeah. mixed in. Yeah, I think it's definitely more mature. Yeah. I felt what hit me most on this album was those soft songs. Like I feel like she excels on that, but I understand that's a lot the bangers. The fir- that's a lot of the first album, though. Like, there's a couple yeah. club songs where yeah. you can just, like, well, 100%. I think she's, there's some of those, too, on like, the first album. Picture this for being us, super successful. For people our age, I mean, she's famous for Bad Boy, right? right. Which is a club banger. Yeah. Um, is it Bad Boy? Is it Bad, <laughs> bad boy? Guy? Bad Guy. Bad Guy. <laughs> yeah. A, B, C, B, D. The East Coast <laughs> family. Yeah. The, the Pistons uh, yeah. won a championship. Yeah. Wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't fuck. Some, I didn't fuck something yeah. up. Um, He's just a bad boy. The, <laughs> I'm not even ordering pizza. No, we're getting I'm off your somewhere pizza. else. Um, what were you saying there? I don't remember. Anyway, my pizza. Uh, <laughs> this is a tough one for me. It is. This is a place that's out of town. That I go to once every five years, ten years. is recommended by a friend. This is made exceptionally well, but it's rich. It's like uh, double cheese, double pepperoni, and you eat one bite and you're in heaven, but it gets to be too much. Mm-hmm. So I don't want it all the time. And it gets tiring halfway through. Mm-hmm. So I like your analogy of a third of the pizza is what you want. I think if anything, this album could have used a little better editing. This could have been a better album. Yeah, at, it's long. It's really long. 10 tracks even. Mm-hmm. And that's unfortunate because... 40 minutes yeah, instead of 56 yeah, and a half. It's unfortunate because I think there is magic in here, but I get tired of it and it's because it's the same theme yeah um it doesn't and the theme's very good and she talks Mm -hmm. about the theme well but i get sick of reading it or listening to it so yeah this is a really tough one for me this album got four stars in rolling stone 7.6 in pitchfork which might as well be a 10 Mm -hmm. and i don't know if i would put it anywhere near that even though i loved listening to it and I, like this is one of my favorite conversations we've had about new music. And I don't know if I'm going to listen to this six more times in my lifetime, but if someone puts it on, I'm right. going to enjoy listening yeah. to it. I, you know where I think it is, is it's come along at a time when music is like we were talking about earlier. It's singular. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the album feel is a little bit less important. Yeah. And so I think she just put out 16 songs. Yeah. Right? She put out. 16 singles and they're in the world and that's how people are going to enjoy them. And maybe that's so, it. Maybe this is not to be consumed I, as an I album. I think that could be a thought, yeah. right? Because it's not 
It's not conceptually laid out like an album. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be. There's got to be a marketing person out there somewhere who's like, this is the way to do it. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. It doesn't matter anymore about Just the album. Just put out the, 10, the 16 songs and you're going to get yeah. that many more streams individually, right, right on each song yeah. when you do it or whatever. Yeah, it's an unusual thing for me to think about where the album fits because I, I think it's brilliant, but I don't know if I'll listen to it that much. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, won't, I won't either, to yeah. be honest. But it's something that if I get a hankering for something that's completely different or if I yeah. fall into a rut yeah. listening-wise, I might put it back on and, and just and it, see where it takes me. As long me. as she keeps being her, I'll be her biggest cheerleader. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, interesting episode, guys, bad boys. <laughs> yeah, the bad boys. Uh, the just, BS bad boys. The BS bad boys. He's just a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so this season we've seen this show, what we're listening to, go from conception to in, four hours to uh, our patreon thing to the main belong songs feed now we've come to, to the end canceled it's over to canceled as yeah. all good things do this yeah. is john from cincinnati yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is season 24 of jack <laughs> yeah. listen if you guys want to continue to do this show, I will 100% do it because I enjoy doing this. And honestly, I wouldn't have listened to this otherwise. Yeah. And maybe some other people wouldn't, but that's, uh, we'll see how it goes. And I would like to just thank everybody who has listened and stuck with us. I know the Belonging Songs feed has gotten weird in the second half of season mm-hmm. two. And that's why I want to take this out of it just so it's less confusing. Yeah, We're going to take was, the stride this is our out. Coke too. It's just going to be belonging <laughs> songs next year in the feed, but this could be its own thing or go back to Patreon, whatever we decide to do. If you guys want to do it or if, uh, listeners, or if you it. think we might replace Joe Rogan. If you think the yeah, other, yeah, he, if you think the yeah, other show is puke, <laughs> then maybe this is the show. <laughs> and if you want to tell us that, yeah, where do you go? You leave us a review on iTunes and you say, quote, what am I supposed to be getting out of this? <laughs> or you can email us directly at bs at belongingsongs.com. Or visit our social media. We are Belonging Songs at, at Belonging Songs. <laughs> Instagram.com. And <laughs> Facebook. Thought we were going to do like a Beastie Boys thing, yeah. but. Yeah. Uh, at Twitter handle. <laughs> we don't have that. <laughs> uh, right. AOL keyword yeah. belonging songs. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. With that, we're going to let you get your day back. Boom. Done. Next. Next.